Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, Talking Tofu listeners, this is David Streepy. And uh, so at the beginning of this episode, we say that we are going to talk about uh, one food item, the Simple Truth Almond Milk Vanilla Ice Cream. And uh, actually, uh, you'll see midway through that we change our minds about it. And we're going to talk about that another time because uh, we realized that we just did an ice cream episode. And that that's the level of, of planning we're putting into this. And so we are going to talk about, what's it called? The Morningstar Farms Incognito Chicken Nuggets. Yes, of course, that's what we're going to talk about. And we'll get there. But... Uh, it's going to be a little bit misleading at the beginning. And so that said, we'll get back into it and uh, enjoy the episode. Welcome to Talking Tofu, a vegan food podcast. I'm your host, David Streepy. And I'm Becky Streepy. Also a host. Also a host. This week on the show, we'll talk about beefy vegan potato casserole, an old takeout favorite, and eat simple truth almond milk vanilla ice cream. Beefy vegan potato casserole. That's it. Just beefy. Yeah. It sounds like studly. <laughs> This potato like casserole beefy. is a real looker. Like, well, is it, you can be beefy, but not like a looker, I guess. That's true. That's true. Like, you can just be beefy, like burly. Mm-hmm. Like ripped. Just well, shredded. Just, yeah. Does beefy imply cut? It's <laughs> our dog doing a throw up slash sneeze. Yeah, Bandit doesn't think so. He makes that noise all the time, everyone. No yeah, need to fine. be concerned. It's, that's dogs. That's dogs. Dogs make gross noises. But that's back it. to my question. <laughs> I Does beefy imply beefy... cut, like ripped? Like I, you went straight to ripped. I think, I guess I went from beefy to beefcake. Yeah. And well, that to me implies ripped. Yeah. But I don't know if that leap is the leap everyone's making. Yeah. It also might, reminds me of who beefed. Yeah. Like someone let a beefy one. Ooh. And that's like the opposite of attraction. I know. That's repulsion. Oof. Now yeah. I'm feeling I'm feeling like I maybe I need to rethink what I'm calling this potato casserole. Oh, it's so beefy. <laughs> so beefy. Also, uh, if I can just give another note on the intro before we move on. Sure. Uh, the way you said it made it sound like... We'll talk about beefy vegan potato casserole, an old takeout favorite. I know. I tried to like do a meaningful pause to show that that's not an 
an old the old takeout favorite, but what you could do is um if I can provide an alt. Sure. This week on the show, we'll talk about one beefy vegan potato casserole, two an old takeout favorite, and three eat some simple truth almond milk vanilla ice cream. All right, I'll take that all under consideration. Do are you just trying to move on? No, I love it. I so think... you're going to do that from now on? No, probably not from now on. Maybe but for you're... this one. This one it does help. So you're going to do it for this one? I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna well, make let's a... take it again. This week on the show, we'll talk about one, beefy vegan potato casserole, two, an old takeout favorite, and three, eat simple truth almond milk vanilla ice cream. That was really good. Really? If I can give you one note on that one. The space between two and three, you could have been like, and three, but you were just trying to get through the list. Hey, Dave, how are you doing? I think it's clear that I'm fine. It's Monday. Night, Monday night, talking to a few nights. I've got a brown hopeful, which is uh, Avec ginger and seltzer. You would truly think that Avec is paying us because we mention them like every podcast now. Is it Avec? <laughs> Avec. I say it like <laughs> such a hayseed. Avec. Avec. I've got my Avec ginger beer. It's not ginger beer. What? It's a ginger botanical drink. Oh, it's just called Ginger is oh. the name of the drink, avec.com. Oh, I don't think that's that. I get it because that means why? with. So it's like with ginger because it's a, supposed to be a mixer. They bill it as a mixer. It says on the can, mm-hmm. can be enjoyed by itself. And that's the way that I choose to enjoy it. I'm not averse to a cocktail. Yeah. But that's the way I choose to enjoy my avec ginger. Now I'm in my head whenever I say avec. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get you in No, I put myself in my head. Yeah. Did you have a good Mother's Day? This is the day after Mother's Day. The day of the mother. (laughs) I had a great Mother's Day. I slept in and then I got up and puzzle gamed on my phone for a little bit. What time did you sleep in until? 10.30. That's not sleeping in for you on the weekends. It's sleeping in though compared to what like today when I had to get up at 6.45. (laughs) Because there was a dream spider on my arm. Yeah. Well, this is abnormally early for you to get up, though. Yeah, that was real early. I didn't care for it. But your basic point of you slept later than what would be an earlier time to get up is well noted. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> and then I it's got possible up. possible to get up earlier, and I didn't do it. It is possible to get up earlier, and I didn't do it. So you slept in, but normally you sleep in until like 11, 1130 on the weekends. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm comparing it to that. I guess I was just so excited about Mother's Day. And Did so, it pay off? I guess we'll never know. <laughs> and so I got up and I played my puzzle game and then I moved on to uh, Twitter and I tweeted a little bit and that I think is what alerted Dave to the fact that I was awake and then he and the kid came in and they brought me my Mother's Day card and gift. That's right. What was it? My gift was a five pack of chocolate bars from Chocolatel, which is a chocolate shop inside of Crog Street Market here in Atlanta and they make all their chocolate in-house. And not all of their chocolate is vegan, but they are very knowledgeable about what is and isn't in their store. And um, they picked out five chocolate bars for Dave to give me for Mother's Day. And it was a dream. 
They didn't pick it out. Oh, I thought you asked them which ones were vegan and they helped well, you I find them. Well, I picked the thing out and I said, are these vegan? And they said, yes. Oh. I misunderstood the process. Yeah. I was the curator. You did a great Not job. Them. Thanks. You got my favorite, which is the blood orange and raspberry. Mm. So good. Sounds That's good. the first one I opened. I can't wait to go through and eat all of them. I wish I'd taken a picture of them all like fanned out beautifully. Well, I'll tell you something. If you go to Chocolatel mm -hmm. and you pick their five pack bestseller, mm -hmm. you can fan those out and take the picture. Oh. And that's what I got you. Oh. So I didn't really curate it. But it said the best ones. They and were. so I did that. I said, I want to get the best ones for her. So it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. So I had a great Mother's Day. I did not do a dish. I did not cook a thing. When I woke up, Dave had already put the water on for my tea. It was a real dream. I'm glad you had a good day. I did. All right. All right. This is Talking Toe News. I forgot the name of the segment for a second. Uh, it is a segment where we, I talk about a headline from the vegan world. And this week's headline is from Veg News. It is from Anna Staritsdonetskia, which I think I did pretty good that time on that name, Anna. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to add you this time because, uh, well, so I've decided that I am not going to read these articles anymore because I feel like I'm um, yanking too much from the hard work that goes into making the articles. But I am going to say that it's on Veg News. And that Anna wrote the article on May, and, she, and the article was published on May 7th, 2021. I will tell you the headline. I don't feel like that's taking too much. The headline is Gavin Rossdale says vegan Bolognese is the future. Gavin Rossdale, the frontman of 90s rock band Bush, created a vegan version of his favorite childhood dish, Bolognese, with Miyoko's creamery butter, vegan beef, and dairy free Parmesan to showcase what he believes is the future of food. Now, Becky, were you a Bush fan? I mean, I wouldn't call myself like a Bush fan. I feel like I liked them fine, but I don't like I don't think I could name a single song. I know. Everything's in? Machine Head? Glycerin? Ooh, that one. Sing that one. It's ringing a bell. Now you're here, now you're way. And then later on the song, he goes, Glycerine! Come oh, on, well, I can part, play, I can play a snippet Yeah, you can play a snippet. Yeah, can play, a snippet. play a snippet of it for How about you play a snippet of glycerine? Like, while I'm pulling Wait, it up. Wait, is it glycerine if that's how he's saying it? Is that what we call He's it? British. Big distorted intro here. Oh, okay. Some lyrics. Days go by. 
Okay. Guess the rain. Honestly, so, it's not ringing any bells well, for me. But the, the you song, probably heard it in order. Oh, maybe yeah. That might be the the problem. Yeah. So we mentioned. Uh, did we mention earlier that this is our third take on this episode? <laughs> no. This is our third take on this episode, and so I um. When Dave first mentioned this news item, my question to Dave was, so is Gavin Rossdale vegan? And the answer to that is, we're not sure. (laughs) We tried to look it up. There was an article from last February saying that he was vegetarian now. But a lot can happen in a year and a half. Well, I think if you look into the article, which was carefully written by Anna, you will find this tidbit that says... I'm not going to read too much of the article, but I'm going to, this is relevant to the conversation. In addition to sharing the vegan Bolognese recipe, Rostel showed off his refrigerator, which is stocked with mostly vegan items, such as foragers, yogurt, oatly oat milk, seitan, and plenty of fruit and vegetables. So that phrasing would imply to me that either he is not vegan or he lives with somebody who is not vegan. Yeah. It could really go either way. could go either way. But you know what? It's, it's a... I'd, I'd rather have stories like this than not have them. I agree. I'm not. I'm not throwing shade on Gavin Rothdale. I was just wondering. I think he should. I was just asking the obvious question. I'm not saying you were. Oh. I think he should release a couple of uh, vegan versions of his tunes. <laughs> like what? Uh, Vegetable glycerine. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know any other song names. Yeah. I just named a bunch for you. I already forgot. Oh. Every vegan, every vegan, I do think so. Do, 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 do. Like that? That's our new theme song. No, it's not. It's not good. Um, There's one for Machine Head, but I don't know what it is. Vegetable. Breathe in, breathe out. I'm just singing the song. No, yeah, you could name vegetables now. Huh? Say tan, tan bay. Those aren't yeah, vegetables. Yeah, yes. Yes, and. It, uh... <laughs> What is Bolognese? It's like a meaty pasta sauce. The beefy? Some would call it beefy. What? Okay. The pasta, a meaty pasta sauce. What is that? It's like a cream sauce with. So is it red or is it white? White. But then, hold please. I've seen them. It's done with red and with white sauce, so that's fun. That is fun. Isn't that fun? Yeah. But I do know that at uh, Cafe Sunflower, I'm just vamping to fill the time, but Cafe Sunflower, which is one of my ATL bangers of a restaurant, uh, I used to go with a coworker to have lunch there, and she was not vegan, but she raved about their bolognese which was on the special menu. It wasn't on the normal menu. Uh, But she would just rave about it, rave about it. And I want to say that when I was at those lunches, it was red. You can stop me whenever. I'm just vamping to fill up Oh, no, I'm enjoying your story about Cafe Sunflower. It was red. 
Right. So you can, there's two ways to do it. You can do a cream sauce with a little bit of tomato in it. And it's the, what they have in common is meat. So you can do like a, like a cream sauce or a tomato sauce with meat. So Both are a bolognese. But not like an Alfredo. Alfredo is a fun word. So I think Italian bolognese is a cream sauce, but then there's also a red bolognese, which is like the more common here in the States. That's what I'm gathering from Wikipedia. And that explains why I was not sure because I would go back and forth in my head about what. Mm. Yeah, that's not a thing that I grew up really eating bolognese. I don't know that I've ever had it, but it doesn't sound appealing to me. It's just I mean, I guess it's like meats like spaghetti with meat sauce. Is it? I think so. I think that's like the Americanized version, huh. maybe. I don't know. I'm huh. a little bit confused, honestly. Toeheads, get at us. Huh. Do you think that there has ever been a person named Alfredo? Alfredo? Al. Fredo. Albert Fredo. Is this a productive line of inquiry? Mm-hmm. I'm going to Google it. Okay. Alfred Fredo? Or Albert. I was saying Albert. I really just needed to shrink to Al. Well, when I Google Alfredo, it's just the sauce. Yeah. So then you would want to Google one of the two full names, maybe. It auto-corrected to Alfred Fredoso. I bet his friends give him a pretty hard time about that, and they shrink it to Alfredo, and he doesn't want them to. I bet that's true. Alfred J. Fredoso is an American philosopher and professor of America. Okay. Famous dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess so. I just want, like... Guy who works down at the at the lumber yard happens to have the name Albert Fredo. His buddies call him Alfredo and he kinda likes it. You know? <laughs> I want that. Aw. I want that too. I want that for Alfred. Ooh, Dr. Albert Fredonia. Now we're just naming people in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Albert Fredo. Hey. Oh, wait a second. This is on Instagram. And then the name is like cheeky. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's a real Albert Fredo. Um, 20 profiles on LinkedIn for Albert Fredo. Albert Fredo's in the 1940 census. Ah! In 1940, he was 32 years old. Albert Fredo, mother Lena Fredo, brother Jack Fredo, sister Anne Fredo. Alfredo. Alfredo. Born about 1908. In 1940, his home was 5003 Wayne Avenue in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And yeah, I found him. Found him. Here's a fun fact that I just found on chowhound.com. Alfredo sauce was invented in 1914. So this guy was named Alfred Fredo before the invention of Alfredo sauce. Or. And it was invented by a guy named Alfredo Delelio. Oh, where was it? Was it invented on... Wayme Street in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. It was in Rome. Italy? Yeah. He wanted to make a nice thing for his wife who was pregnant and uncomfortable. What a lovely thing. There's another Albert Fredo. Mm. Born in September 1919. Lived in Morris Run, Tioga County, Pennsylvania. Another Pennsylvania. So we got Albert Fredo in 1940 in Philly. We got Albert Fredo in 1919 in Tioga County. Different Alberts, I'm pretty sure. Oh, man, he went to World War II. They found him on the draft card. Let's move on. Okay. (laughs) You want to talk about that beefy cast? 
So this week, we had a potato casserole. I found some Gardein uh, beefless crumbles on sale, and so I snatched them up, and then they sat in the freezer for two weeks because, honestly, ground beef is not a thing I think about when I'm thinking about what's for dinner. It just like wasn't something we ate a ton of when I was a kid, and so when I'm like trying to come up with a quick meal for dinner, which I am most weeknights, it's just not on my radar but I was kind of scrounging around the kitchen because somehow I went to the grocery store and did a full shopping and yet I don't think I bought any food. We had no food. Like we had food in the house, but nothing to eat. It felt like, Do you, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. All last it was week. True. I was there. It was wild. Yeah. I don't know how, what did I buy? You bought freezer stuff. Mm-hmm. And you bought preparation requiring stuff. Yeah, I did get vegetables. But there was nothing to make for lunches. No, not a thing for a quick lunch. Mm -hmm. Sandwich stuff? No. The only days that lunch was easy was when there was leftovers. Yeah. So I remembered as I was scrounging around the the kitchen trying to figure out what I was going to make for dinner out of this mishmash of groceries that I bought with seemingly no plan, mm-hmm. I found these crumbles and I was like, ooh, I could do a potato casserole with these. Do we have potatoes? And we did. So I stuck the potatoes into the air fryer with some diced up onion and diced bell pepper, just spritzed that with oil and sprinkled on some garlic powder, air fried that at 400 for 20 minutes. And then when that came out, I tossed it into a casserole dish with the thawed beefless crumbles. I just thawed them in the microwave. No need to yell at me about that. And then that's for anyone who hates microwaves, not for you, Dave. Gotcha. And then I spread them into a casserole dish, topped it with vegan cheddar, and baked it. For how long? 350 for half an hour. Yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. And then I I ate it. Yeah. It was great. I thought that was really good. I thought so too, and the kid kept saying as he was eating it that it was great. And I actually did plan for leftovers of that, and I made a whole bunch. But then you had seconds, so you ate your lunch at dinner. I did. I had seconds. It was beefy. It was beefy. I was beefy after it. (laughs) Were you really? I was being full. Not like I was tooting. Oh, I did put baby kale in there. I forgot to mention that. Maybe that's why. No, I wasn't tooting, I said. I said I was beefy like I was full. Oh. While there was baby kale in there. Either way. I'm over kale. I know. Makes me so sad. I Why still, does it make you so sad? I still love kale. I miss it. We used to have kale like once or twice a week. Now we have it zero times. I'm not actively refusing kale. <gasps> Ooh. When did... Why? I just like you, to... It's me- never come up. <laughs> so you, you preemptively decided... You mentioned you didn't like kale anymore. And so I stopped getting kale. I'll start getting kale again. Bow, bow. I think you just haven't thought to get kale. There's kale in the fridge right now. Okay. Because I got it for a recipe that I was shooting. Okay. And there was kale last week too. You just said it went in the Oh, casserole. baby kale. Baby kale. Uh, baby what? Right, yeah. I think of that as sort of interchangeable with spinach. My point is, apparently this didn't stop you from getting <laughs> kale. Because I have two proof points in the past 10 days that suggest that it didn't cross your mind whether or not I liked kale or not. So the claim you just made, Mm -hmm. 
holes all through it. But I think a baby kale is like a whole different thing. Okay. It's not. <laughs> I guess it's not. It's kale. I think of it as like spinach being like spinach. Okay. Because it, it's so wilty. It's similar to spinach. Like kale is similar to spinach. I guess kale never went away from our lives then. Yeah. Because <laughs> I get baby so kale all the time. I'm not a monster? I guess not. Phew. <sighs> Off the hook this time. Do, 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 do. Wait, breaking. What? Breaking news. What? Hey, this is David Streepy again uh, with Talking Toe News. I've got a breaking story. I know we don't, we normally just do one segment, but it's too impossible. It's. It's too big to to ignore. Uh, Anna Starostaneskaya reports again, uh, one day earlier than the Gavin Rossdale story broke, that Impossible Foods is now certified for school lunches. Its meatless tacos and spaghetti are coming to cafeterias nationwide. Holy moly. Right? That's amazing. They better get to, to Atlanta Public Schools. Breaking news. By this year. After receiving the child nutrition label from the USDA, Impossible Foods is bringing its plant-based meats to school cafeterias to help kids fight fight climate change with better food choices. They did it. Wow, wow, Impossible Whoppers in every cafeteria. I am looking forward to seeing how bad cafeteria food is made with Impossible Meat instead of ground beef. How bad... Like how bad cafeteria food, not how bad the impossible meat would make cafeteria food, um, but how bad cafeteria food, the default state of cafeteria food right. is created with now using impossible meat instead of animal meat. I feel like it'll be the exact same. Right. Much. I'm looking forward to that is what I'm saying. Yeah. That, that is like you, a singular you, experience. Yeah. Bad cafeteria you food. You cut across the lawn. I was walking up the path. and Oh, like was, a family circus? Yeah. Yeah. You're a regular, not me. You're a regular, I don't know. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? No. You're the one who brought up family circus. I only really know about that kid. The kids were all haunted by ghosts. What? Yes. I didn't read enough Family Circus. They, the ghosts were not me and Ida know. And whenever somebody in the house, like if something got broken and the parents would say, who broke it? And the kids would say, not me. There would be a ghost named not me <gasps> in the room. And Ida know was the other one. Oh my gosh. It was a girl ghost. Ghost girl. Ghost girl. Girlst. <laughs> Girlst. Aw, Ida know. You just did the dotted lines? Yeah. I had this idea for, um, I'll never do it, so I'll talk about it, but for a family circus, like movie trailer, where it was like a adult version of the family circus or like a gritty, like 24 style version <laughs> of the family circus. And like Billy would be like a detective or a cop. Um, and like he'd be on like the hunt for some killer or something like that. And, uh, you know, one of the other cops would be like, well, how are we going to find him?" And then the camera would like zoom in real close on Billy's eyes. And he'd be like, follow the dotted lines. <laughs> I thought he was going to say, I don't know. 
Oh, that'd be good too. <laughs> Either one is good. If it's a series, then he they can do, you know, they have options. They can spread it out. I think just one movie and whether successful or failure, there's not going to be another one. Like yeah. it would just be a moment in time. So like give it the Riverdale treatment, but just a movie, not a series. Right. Yeah. So not the Riverdale treatment. Well, but like the Riverdale treatment in that you give it like gritty and okay teen actors. Gotcha. So you give it. Yeah. That's the Riverdale treatment. I think of like taking something kind of wholesome from our childhood and making it into something very noir. Like you give it a shot of the Riverdale serum, but you only have one syringe. Mm -hmm. No second dose. For the family circus. Nope. (laughs) Nope. Just laughing at my own joke. That's That's a good joke. What I'm doing over here. I'm laughing. Do you want another article headline? No, I want to hear about this. (laughs) I want to hear. (laughs) I want to hear about your takeout. So, yeah, this is my week, first week being uh, fully vaxxed. And so I'm getting back into the things that I uh, that the rest of the world has been doing up to this point. But I haven't let myself do, which is like wear a mask and go patronize businesses and go shopping and stuff like that. And so the other day I went on out for a hike to Stone Mountain and on the way out there I stopped at one of my favorite delis, Candler Park Market, and I hadn't been there in over a year and I got uh my go-to sandwich from them which was the Killer Californian or just the Californian, I guess. It used to be called Killer Californian. Now it's just Californian. I guess it's just Californian. Times are changing. Well, you don't want killers. Who wants to think about killers when you're eating a sandwich? True. The Killer California or the Californian is you got to sub out some stuff. So I'll tell you how I had it. So it was it is tofu, no cheese, avocado, spinach, cucumber, carrots and sprouts. And I got it on multigrain, which was fantastic. And they also have veganes, a garlic aioli that they make themselves that is vegan. What? That's and new. And a sriracha veganese, which has been a staple of theirs forever. And that's what I got on mine was the sriracha veganese because you cannot go wrong there. And yeah, I got, I went to the top of, of Stone Mountain. I was going to uh, have a little picnic lunch for one up there. Um, but when I got to the top, it was like 20 mile per hour winds. And the headphones blew out of my ears. My ear pods blew out of my ears. This it was so be strong. The fourth or fifth time I've heard you say that the air, AirPods blew out you of your ears. And still, every time, my jaw drops. You don't every need, single time. You don't need to keep reminding the listener that they're getting <laughs> like the third squeeze of no, this rag. No, you told it to our friends on game night. <laughs> <laughs> and then you told it to the podcast three times. Yeah. <laughs> Still, my point is, that is a wild thing. (laughs) Also, I do imagine you like running after them. No. They didn't fall all the way out. It's not like they were floating in the air and I had to grow like they were like I was in space or something. (laughs) But they like came loose and like started to like slide out of the ears and I had to put my hands over my ears uh, to keep them in. And then I just took them out of my ears and put them in my pocket. 
which was the sounder thing. But like people were scared to go down the mountain because it was so windy. And it's like a steep little part uh, that gets you to the top. I mean, it's like steep, not super steep, like tourists were doing it. Yeah, that last little bit. Stone Mountain is like, it's a, it's not a long hike, but it's pretty steep. And the last little bit is quite steep. They have a, they've like put a railing up so that people can kind of pull themselves up because it's so steep to get to the very top. What's weird is that there's a railing for like the part before the last part. Yeah, the last part you're like scrambling over rocks. Right. It's just like keep it going with the railing. That last bit is my favorite part though. Hmm. I mean, I like the whole hike. It's nice and you get really great views of the city, which is cool. And it's, you know, it's pretty and it's usually breezy, which is nice. So it's not too hot. But I love that last part where you're like pulling yourself up the rocks and like going like kind of almost hands and knees, like crawling up to the top. I love that. I don't like uh, metal at like public parks like that. I guess all parks are public, but like, I don't like that playground metal. Oh, like in nature. It's just like, well, that's just grody to touch. Mm. Like, I don't mind it in nature. It's kind of pretty in nature. Like the, how the wear and tear on it, I think. But like, that is a portion of the hike where if you're not using the railing, you're like flexing and you're like trying to make a point of the fact that you don't need it. Yeah. Everybody else is hand over hand over hand over hand on this railing. And it's just gross. Even pre-pandemic, it's gross. Yeah, everybody's touching that railing. Yeah. It's true. That is kind of gross. We had to use the railing that time that the three of us all went because yeah. it was slippery that day. Yeah. I had to use it both ways this time, too. The wind. Yeah, but even even then, it's just steep. It's yeah. steep. If you're walking up without that railing, you're trying to show off. Yeah. And a lot of people there are trying to show off. Yeah. <laughs> I did notice that. Strange place to go to show off. There's a it's lot like of... not that big a mountain. No. I guess it's the biggest one here. And if that's your specific way of showing off, that's your only venue to do that. Yeah. You can go to Arabia Mountain, but nobody's impressed with anybody at Arabia Mountain. And it's not as crowded. There's fewer people to see you flex. Yeah. So you got your sandwich. You went to the top. Too windy to eat a sandwich up there. Yeah. You ate your sandwich where? In the car? <laughs> Down at the bottom at a picnic table? What did you do? Could you try not to sound so disappointed <laughs> with either option? I'm not. I just want to know where you ate your sandwich. I went down to the bottom and sat next to a trash can on a bench and ate it and then threw the wrapper in the trash can. Oh. And then I got in the car and drove home. What are some of your other Candler Park market faves? Let's talk about the market a little bit. I love that place. That was the place where we had our first Impossible Burger. Yes. And this was like, they got the Impossible Burger early, like before anyone else had it. Yeah. They got a good build your own thing going there. Uh, they got good fries. They got they garlic too. fries. They're very garlicky. Oh, I love those garlic fries. Uh, sandwich wise, I think I stick with the Californian... I used to get it on a ciabatta. Ciabatta is not vegan. So once I went full vegan, I stopped getting that, obviously. Um, I think those are the only things I really get. Yeah. Oh, you got those chips. Yeah, I got some chips and you ate them. Mm-hmm. So thanks for bringing that up. No problem. Yeah, my special bag of chips that you dug into. I only ate half the bag. 
I saved the you other. You might as well have eaten the whole bag. What do you like to get from Keller Park Market? I also was a build. I was a build your own person. Um, and then one day, Robin, who's the manager, was taking my order, and she told me that she thought that it might be cheaper if I ordered the Reuben and then made a bunch of changes to it, and it was a little bit cheaper. So now I order their Reuben, and I have the Reuben pulled up. Let me. Uh, so I get the Reuben. They have, um, or they used to have, a swirl bread that was pumpernickel and rye swirl. Ooh. I don't know if they still have it, but if they do, that bread is awesome. And I would get it with tofu instead of pastrami, uh-huh. avocado instead of Swiss, keep the sauerkraut, and then sriracha mayo instead of the Thousand Island. So as you can see, it's not a Reuben at all, but um, it could get me my build-your-own sandwich for a little bit cheaper. It sounds complicated as shit. Oh, and then they grill it, which is awesome. Right. And It is, but they know what to do. But... Yeah. As somebody who has to make the order on your behalf sometimes yeah. and has to represent your order, I got to give them props that they have never gotten it wrong. And it is a complicated order. It's a complicated order when it's your order. Yeah. It's a, it's a more complicated order when it's somebody else's order. Yeah. And you, you aren't as confident about all the gotchas, you know? Yeah. I think, though, that at least back when we used to go there all the time, pre-pandemic, you could just ask for the vegan Reuben and they, they would do it. But I don't know. It's probably different people now. I feel like even back then, like, we we got burned a couple of times doing that. Yeah. And we ended up having to do the line by line. Yeah. It's a great sandwich. It's grilled and the avocado gets all soft and, and warm. Avocati. Mm-hmm. Avocati. Mm-hmm. It's real good. Yeah. It's back. We're back. Yeah, we are. And now that I think about it, that's really the only thing I ever get at Candler Park Market. I used to get the Impossible Burger and I would get it on that same marbled bread because they use H&F buns and H&F loves an egg wash. That's true. Yeah. But other than that, it didn't branch out that much. Ooh, but the Impossible Burger, since they had sauerkraut, you can get sauerkraut on the Impossible Burger there and that is really good. Recommended. I never got into sauerkraut. Oh, gosh, I love sauerkraut. So tart. Hmm. Well, I guess we're just different people. Different strokes. We have different tastes. I guess that's okay. I wish we had had a pre-production meeting about this and realized, like, we need that SNL board that has all the guests week to week because... If I saw that the guest last week was ice cream and the guest this week was ice cream, it would be like if I was to look at it and the guest one week was Jeff Daniels and the guest the next week was Jeff Bridges. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, it's too Jeff heavy. Let's get <laughs> let's get Tom Petty in there in between them mm-hmm. or somebody, you know? Okay. So we're not going to do, we're not going to do the ice cream this week. That's right. So... This week, I went grocery shopping, and they were out of the normal chickenless tenders that we buy. What? I was sad. Wait, no, they were not. They had them. They, I thought they were out. There were two bags left in the back of the freezer. I grabbed one. I put it in the cart. And then I went on my way to go look at the ice cream, and that's when I spotted a big case of the Morningstar Farms Incognito products, which I have not seen at stores here yet because I haven't been in stores uh, much 
Uh, so I took that Gardein and I put it back and said, we're going to try these different chicken nuggets. And so I got the Incognito Original Chicken Nuggets. What? Um, can you spell that for me, please? I-N-C-O-G-M-E-A-T-O. Incognito. What am I confusing that with? The other Morningstar f- phrase for the like their wings and stuff. Oh, my God. There's that line. Vegetizers? Vegetizers. <laughs> they love a mishmash they, word. I yeah, like it. It's fun. I'm, I'll pick fun over not fun anytime. I but. like it. I feel like that department is one that I'd like to work in. Yeah? The pun department? Mm-hmm. You That'd think there's great. a whole department for it? How many can they have? They probably have a whole staff, and I would like to be one of those staff. You think it's a whole staff, or yes. do you think it's one 20-year-old? <laughs> who's to. like, I just want health insurance. <laughs> what all is on the, on the incognito line? Let me see. Okay. I think it's all chicken-like stuff. Hmm. Nope. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> the very first thing is a burger. Um, so their tagline is make meat jealous. <laughs> I think that uh, animals are probably happy about this. They've got a bratwurst. They've got an Italian sausage, chicken nuggets, which is not what I got. I got the tendies, I guess. So the idea is that the, the meat knows that you're eating this. And it's like jealous that you're eating this instead of the meat. Mm-hmm. So like. Logically unsound. Like those Chick-fil-A cows. Yeah. are looking down from their billboard signs, mm-hmm. seeing you eating incognito and being like, oh. Wish they'd kill me. I've been over here saying eat more chicken this whole time. And I never thought that this would be. I'm sorry. Dave stopped because I, I made a face and I made a, a surprise face because I was scrolling through. They have a plant-based ground beef and they have Mickey Mouse shaped nuggets, hmm. which were not available. Obviously, at the grocery store, I would have gotten them. They're little Mickey the, Mouse heads. The Disney Mouse? Yes, the Disney Mouse. Huh. It's official. It's got all the Disney official stuff on it. This is what we got. We got the tendies, not the nuggets. I feel like tenders. Now- sorry, I call them. Anyway. Yeah. And then they have barbecue tenders and that's it. I feel like now that you mentioned that, I might have seen that in a Disney like ad. Like they sell them at the parks or something like that. I don't know. Maybe I'm just trying to see it. We'll find out soon. Whoa, spoiler. <laughs> spoiler for an upcoming episode. Yeah. Yeah. So I got these. And you got fingers, not tenders. I got tenders. You got tenders, not, not nuggets. nuggets. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I got the tenders. And tonight for dinner, I had physical therapy and I didn't get home until almost four. Y'all, physical therapy is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I've been having neck pain and this guy dry, does dry needling on my neck, which is um, where they stick a needle into the knotted muscle to get the muscle to release. Like if you have a really bad knots, like the kind that massaging and like heat is not going to get out. And it is amazing. You can feel the muscle. Anyway, I got home late because someone was sticking needles in my neck. And you didn't even go that far. It was just a dude in a van. <laughs> yeah, it does it for free. <laughs> so I got home from dry needling and I. it's almost like you have a post-massage feeling because they do a little bit of a massage too to try to loosen up your muscles. And then at the end, they wrap you up in like a heating pad thing. And um, 
It's very relaxing. I actually fell asleep today <laughs> during the heating pad portion. I came home feeling very, very slothful and it was like four o'clock-ish already and I was had no idea what to make for dinner. And then I remembered that these incognito tenders were in the freezer. So I made rice bowls with the tenders and roasted broccoli and avocado. And um, it was very easy and wonderful. Yeah, it yeah. looked it looked like it was easy and wonderful. It was. I made the tenders in the air fryer, 12 minutes at 400. Uh-huh. Rice in the Instant Pot, broccoli in the oven. I didn't have to stand over a thing. It's delightful. What did you think of them? For me, these were like a journey. The first bite, I thought, these are very bready. I thought the breading was kind of a lot on them on first bite. But then by the third bite, I was like, it is a lot of breading, but I like it. They were really crispy. Like the breading texture was really crispy. It didn't have a gumminess at all to it, which I think with breading sometimes once you're chewing it, it starts to feel gummy in my mouth Mm -hmm. and bland. But this breading was just a delight. And Mm. I thought that the texture of the protein part was really good too, like nice and toothsome. And the flavor was really good. I loved it. I ate it with no sauce at all, which that is not who I am. But I was like, I'll try it without the sauce and then I'll go get some sauce. And then I never went to get sauce. Huh. Fascinating. What did you think? I went on a bit of a journey myself because I could not stop believing how much I was enjoying it. Really? Oh, a journey. (laughs) I had to like stand up and walk over there and whisper it into her ear. (laughs) Sorry, everybody. the breading was fantastic. The texture was fantastic. I think Morningstar does the best chicken of anybody. I think those buffalo nuggets are up there as well. It's just great. I put a little bit of Texas peat hot sauce on mine, stirred it into my white rice too, like a true Southern boy. And I just went to town. I, I would eat it again right now. And we just ate it recently. Yeah, they were good. They were They were super good. They weren't too expensive either. I thought the price was nice. The you got that, mom nice. and dad? They won't break the bank. <laughs> Easy on the pocketbook. Dave, I have something to tell you. Huh? Mom and dad is us. That's us now. Right, but we're talking to mom and dad. Yeah. Like other moms and dads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who true. Who might be concerned about breaking the bank. And I want to tell them, I want to make sure they heard that. Your note that they won't break the bank. They won't. Because we're all watching our pocketbooks these days. They were pretty affordable. We're cutting coupons. Mm-hmm. As my mother calls them, coupons. Mm-hmm. Hard you. Is that a hard you? Q. A long you. Is it a long you? Yeah, because if you're saying the name of the vowel, then it's you. a long. Okay. Well, uh, it's a long you. Uh, which I'm not even making fun. It's uh, charming to me. It really is. And I don't know what's right and what's wrong. It's just regional. Coupon? Coupon? Both, both are right. Uh, yeah. So I thought it was a banger. Yeah. I already I was... used banger. I already said banger. You did? Yeah. You thought it was take... a dinger. <laughs> Wait, do it one more time. I'm sorry. Just keep the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> what was I just going to say? That you thought it was a dinger? I thought it was a dinger. I huh. honestly was surprised by how much I liked these because I really felt like when I saw that Morningstar had come out with this whole new line of vegan meats, I was kind of like, why? Like, why are you doing tenders? You already do great nuggets just make them longer like why is it this whole new brand morningstar great job 
I see why. It's because you have evolved to this new thing, and it is amazing. I feel like I can't properly state how, or I don't know, that's not putting it right. I feel like I'm not, like, the fact that they have Mickey Mouse-shaped nuggets is probably a bigger deal than I think it is. It like is to hu- kids. Yeah, it's a huge deal. For sure. Yeah. And that's, you know, I think one of the things is like taking a step back a little bit, but one of the things about veganism that or eating vegan that is rare to me and it's something that I think Slutty Vegan does a really, really good job with is making eating vegan fun. I think Dulce Vegan does a, a decent job of it too, even though it's not like something they're actively trying to do. Yeah. But when you find folks who are trying to have fun with it, it's just fewer and far between. That doesn't mean it's not positive. You know, it's not frequently positive and, and good and friendly. But there's something about it being fun that I feel like when you see it, when it's like, when you see it, I don't know, I I react to it. Really? Yeah. I feel like I don't get that vibe at all about, I feel like the vegan, I feel like the vegan community is so good at making food so epic. Like there's um, that whole series of epic vegan cookbooks, which Uh are just like ridiculous foods but like easy. Yeah. Um, we've got like here in Atlanta, we've got grass BBQ, which does like all of these amazing barbecue things yeah. that are vegan and totally like plant-based. Why can't I talk today? Like plant-based pizzeria with their peach and jalapeno. Yeah. Do you mean like kid fun? I don't mean, I'm, I'm not saying not creative. Yeah. I mean, fun. Like slutty vegan is having a ton of fun with the, the names of the items on that menu, oh. with the attitude that they're bringing to the locations, with their social media presence. Like, I'm not saying that vegan food is not creative. Oh. I think what you're saying is I'm 100% there with you. Like, it's ingenious. It is creative. It's vibrant. It's different. But fun is a really specific thing. Like a party. Right. I see what you're saying. And... For kids, fun food is such a big deal. Yeah. And there's not a ton of that. No, because our kid doesn't get what's fun right. about the slutty vegan menu. Thank goodness, because he's only eight. Right. <laughs> but I mean, we're, we're like you were saying, we're going to Disney and I asked him what he wanted to eat when we were at Disney and he said the Mickey waffles. And it's like, you don't even care what the food is. <laughs> it's the shape. Right. He wants yeah. the shape. Yeah, but I that's see what, what I mean. Saying. Like, yeah. there's so little of that, or there. I think there's room for a lot more of that. So when I see it, like I think levity, that's kind of exciting. Jokiness, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, I see what you mean. Like, I totally like that peach pizza is great, and it's fun for me, a grown up. But I wouldn't call that a fun like menu item. If it was called like peachy pants, <laughs> and it was served by a man with pants. That had peaches on it, mm-hmm. and that was the only way that you could get it. And a big bell rang, and Peachy Pants came out and brought you the pizza. That'd just, be fun. That's like fish level fun. What do you mean fish level? Fish fun? like the band, yeah, like, I fit, like antics. Fish. That's fish oh, level antics. antics. Okay. They come flying out in a in a huge peach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this part of the conversation is for no one but yeah. you and me. No, it's barely <laughs> even for us. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was just getting a real like New Year's Eve. Yeah. Midnight you gag. Think Peachy Pants walks out at New Year's Eve. Yeah, with he's throwing a peach out pizza. pizza. Throwing out pizzas. Inflatable. Pizza. It's inflatable pizzas for everyone, and then they're all in the air. Anyway, <laughs> I've been elaborate. Yeah. Listen, you wanted fun. Yeah, yeah, I, I did. You know, I went to physical therapy today, and I had my fish did shirt you? on, and I realized that the mask I brought was also a fish mask, oh, and I yeah. felt kind of like I was overdoing it. Yeah. I didn't realize until I was walking in and I put the mask on. I saw my reflection in the door. Just hung my head. Yeah. I said, oh, you're that person. Well, after a year of Zoom calls with multiple fish posters in the background of my office, I've pretty much like stamped my the image <laughs> of myself onto all my coworkers. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. It's not wrong. That's true. I am that person. (laughs) I should probably embrace it. It's actually a pretty fun person to be. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you give? uh, What do you give incognito chicken tenders on a scale of one to ten peachy pants? I'm going to give them ten peach pants. Ten peachy pants. Peachy pants. This is not peach pants. Sorry. Ten peachy pants. Ten peachy pants. I wow. think so. I think these are my new favorite chicken tenders. Wow. I got to give it eight out of ten. Eight. Yeah. Five. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I feel like a tender can still be more than this. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is a really good tender, but I feel like there can be an amazing tender and it doesn't exist yet or I haven't had it yet. Okay. So do you, have you had a nine out of 10? No, you haven't. So eight out of 10, but this is your tops for now. It's probably the best one that I've had, but I think that there's, there's room still to improve on it. There was one other thing I wanted to say is that, Remember back when we tried the nugs and I was saying the thing about the nugs was I wish there'd been a better protein to breading ratio. Mm -hmm. I feel like the incognito had a very similar protein texture, Mm. but the ratio was better. And I liked, well, I don't know if it was the ratio or if the breading was better, but I liked the experience better because there was more of that. I like that toothsome chewy. Yep. I do I'd do it back, but I don't know how. <laughs> Let's get the kid up. He can do it. <laughs> well, thank you all for listening. If you're enjoying the show, take a second to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out, and we just love reading those five-star reviews. We might even read yours on the pod. Maybe. You can also follow us at Talkin' Tofu on Twitter or at Talkin' Tofu Pod on Instagram. And I am at Glue and Glitter on all social media. I'm at Line Leader on Twitter and Instagram. And we'd love to hear from you. If you have a suggestion for a food we should try, thoughts about an episode, if you want to ask us a question, write to us at TalkinTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. You can also just DM us on Twitter or Instagram. We read those. Yeah, we do. Talkin' Tofu is a production of Caddington, Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Bye. Bye.
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.